you are all welcome. Uh, today, you can see I am not alone. I am with my, uh, my, let me try and be posh now, my baby. Olomi jowo je ka jo ma gbadun aya to mo ya yi lo nseke oko o belegan bantan eh funke mama se gba so i am with my wife and uh, uh the teacher in her i believe is going to be coming out and uh, we are looking at the series that we've put out for a while now that is coming and today seems to be the day so the series is about repent return rebuild renew and restore so we are starting by the grace of god today looking at the first one which is repent 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 what is the message of Jesus? Or what was the message of Jesus? What was the message of the apostle? What was the message of uh, the forerunner of Christ Jesus by the name John the Baptist? So we're going to look at all of these series together. I don't know how many days it's going to take us, but as many days as it's going to take us, we are going to dedicate ourselves to these and continue in the teaching and the preaching of the undiluted word of God. When we look at the word repentance, you will see it in the Old Testament. You will also equally see it in the New Testament. So, people of God, once again, I welcome you. And I'm looking forward to spending this quality time in the presence of the Lord and with you, people of God, together. Uh, uh, Funke, I don't know if you have anything to say before we proceed. Not at all. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to each and every one of you. Sister Judy, it's good to see you. And um, anybody else that is there? Senator is there. Senator, God bless you. And um, all the people that will watch later, God bless you. So, uh, people of God, I want to encourage you to please spread the word because, uh, you know what? Please, before we go further, let's quickly go to the book of Hebrew before we pray. This has been on my mind for a while hebrew chapter 6 hebrew chapter 6 uh i think hebrew chapter 6 from the beginning hebrew 6 and then we will pray and we will proceed hebrew 6 Hebrews 6 from the beginning. Are you there? Are you talking to me? Or yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yes. I'm okay, there. okay. So because I want to start reading, so I'm That's asking right, if I'm you are there. there. Okay. So, uh, Hebrews chapter 6 says, So let us stop going over the basic teaching. And I'm reading the, uh, I think, the New Living Translation. It says, Let us stop going over the basic teaching about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. The word I want us to pick and to hold on to there is to become mature in our understanding. 
I'm going to say that again. The very word that I want us to hold on to there is to become mature in our understanding. Now, let's read further. Surely, we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds. We don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds. But unfortunately, this is where we find ourselves in the body of Christ. And so, Father, we thank you for a day like this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word that I yea and amen. Thank you for the life of Christ that was given to us that we may have life and have it abundantly. Thank you because of your greatness and your goodness. Thank you because of your power that can never fail. Thank you because of the grace that we enjoy day by day. The steadfastness of the Lord that never sees it. They are new every morning. We give you praise. We magnify you because of your goodness, your greatness, and your uh, your, your mighty that we experience every day. Many a times we may not understand, but Lord, thank you because you have our back and you have a script concerning each and every one of us as children of the Most High. And for this, Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we ask for your fullness this day in your word. We want to see you and no one else in your word. We want to see that which we ought to have seen and we are yet to see. Lord, this is our heart cry today. That your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. So, uh, people of God, once again, we welcome you, everyone. Uh, I think my audio seems to be louder than yours. I so, haven't really said that much. Sorry? I haven't said that much. Yeah, but because the meter that I'm looking at here and your meter in the little that you have said, maybe when the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will dance like David dance. So my meter seems to be shooting up. You know what? Well, let me just turn it down a bit. Let me turn it down a bit. Holy are you, Lord, all creation, bow before. Yes, uh, in the Old Testament, you, uh, I, I think there was a day I saw, I hear you teaching the children in the Saturday Bible School. And you began to show them that the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Am I correct? Yeah. And that the New Testament was written in either Greek or Aramaic or something. The original was Aramaic. I can't even hear what you're saying. Original Aramaic. Okay. But later it was translated to Greek. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So in the New Testament, we see how it is defined. And in the Old Testament, we also see how Aramaic. it is defined. Sorry? Aramaic. Aramaic. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yes. Continue. <laughs> so in the Old Testament, 
The word in Hebrew simply means to lament or grieve intense or arose emotion. And please, you're going to do me a favor. There are two major scriptures that I want us to read. And please, if you can read them in the New Living Translation, because it's long. I want us to read Isaiah chapter 1, and I also want us to read uh, Psalm 78. So you can start with whichever one that suits you. The word we are looking at today is repent. For days or weeks, we've been praying concerning our Jerusalem. So when you look at the word repent in the Old Testament, it wasn't basically just for the uh, the Gentile. It was also for the children of the Most High, the Jew. In the New Testament too, you will see that the word repent is not just for the Gentile. It was also for the Jew and the Gentile. So today as children of the Most High, I believe everyone under the sound of my voice, there is one thing or the other, and I'm including myself, please, because I'm also hearing myself. I'm, I believe that there is one thing or the other that we all need to repent from genuinely. So let's start with the book of which one do you want to go with first, please? The first one, Isaiah. Okay, let's go to Isaiah. Let's go to Isaiah chapter... I think chapter 1, and let's start reading from the beginning. We, we need to get to 27. The very word that we need is in verse 27. But let's start from the beginning, please. You, if you like, you can read NLT. Biko. These are the visions that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. He saw these visions during the years of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Ezekiah, when, when these people and Ezekiah were kings of Judah. Listen, O heavens, pay attention, earth. This is what the Lord says. The children I raised and cared for have rebelled against me. Pause. What was the word that you just finished reading? The children I raised and cared for have rebelled. So it's not talking about unbelievers. It's not talking about Gentile. He's talking to his own very children. The one that he raised, when you look at the word raised, you will have to trace it back to Egypt. Am I correct? Or trace it back to Abraham. And then from there, we see them going to Egypt. And then from Egypt, he, he brought them into the promised land. So when you see the word, the children I raise is talking about his own set of people the bible says in the book of chronicles this is a book we all love to quote it says if my people who are called by my name now when you look at that statement if my people who are called by my name is talking about his own set of people it's not talking about anyone else calling other gods or other names he's talking about people that have the understanding of the name that is higher than any other name and what did he say there shall humble themselves and pray, pray and turn from their wicked ways. Mm. So looking at repentance and turning is the first thing first today in order to proceed further to get us into restoration. So the word there says, the children I have raised, and this tells you the heart of God and is still applicable to us today as the church. 
When I say the church, I'm not talking about unbelievers. I'm, I mean, sorry, I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about believers, children of the Most High, that gather under a building. Please go on, ma. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> In verse 3, even an ox knows his own owner, and a donkey recognizes his master's care. But Israel doesn't know his master. My people don't recognize my care for them. Oh, what a sinful nation they are. Loaded down with burden of guilt. They are evil people. Corrupt children who have rejected the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on him. Why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever your head is injured and your heart is sick you are battered from head to foot covered with bruises walls and infested wounds without any soothing ornaments or bandages can i quickly pause you mm. there was a question before you get to where you are it says why do you love to invite punishment all the time am i correct what why verse is that Verse 5, why do you continue to invite? Punishment? Why do you continue? So there is continuity in inviting what? Punishment. punishment. So what is, you know, the Bible says in the, in the Old Testament that the, uh, this, uh, the, the wages of sin is dead. So when we choose not to repent, that is the official invitation to punishment. And all this scripture that you have been reading, who is he referring to? Children. He's referring to the children of God. Yeah. The one that are meant to be showing God on the face of the earth. The one that are meant to reveal the Father on the face of the earth. The one that are meant to be the ambassador of the Most High on the face of the earth. If you are under the sound of my voice and you can say categorically there is nothing you need to repent from or repent of, this message is not for you. But for the rest of us, that we know that we are on a route and we are yet to become that which God wants us to become, this is the time for us to go and begin to grieve in our heart, begin to lament and not because they catch me because of what I have done wrong, but because I am sorry genuinely because I have done wrong. See, there are two different things. Some set of people will say, I repent because they catch them in the very act. But some set of people will say, genuinely, they have failed God and they truly want to turn from their wicked ways and turn back to God. So I want us all to fall into the second category and not the first one. And this is why the cry today is repent. When you look at the word repent in the New Testament, most of the time you will see repent and believe. Most of the time those are for the Gentile, but also for the Jew. But most times you will see it for the Gentile, but also for the Jew too. So we have, we, we fall under this category, all of us as children of God, because where my wife is reading is not talking about anybody else. He's talking about the children of God. Please go on, ma. 
27 is the very place I want us to stop. Though the whole scripture is about repentance and God pointing out our wrongdoings. Please go on. Verse 6, you are battered from head to foot, covered with wound, uh, with bruises, waltz, and infected wounds, without any soothing ornaments or bandages. Your country lies in ruins and your towns are burned. Foreigners plunder your fields before your eyes and destroy everything they see. Beautiful Jerusalem stands abandoned, like a watchman's shelter in a vineyard, like a lean-to in a cucumber field after the harvest, like a helpless city on the siege. If the, Lord's, if the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of us, we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. Listen to the Lord, you leaders of Sodom. Listen to the law of our God, people of Gomorrah. What makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord? I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to worship me, you asked, who asked you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgust me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days for fasting, they are all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They are a burden to me. I cannot stand them. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen. For your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourselves and be clean. Get your sins out of my sight. Give up your evil ways. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Help the oppressed. Excuse me. Defend the cause of orphans. Fight for the rights of widows. Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are like they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. If you will only obey me. You will have the plenty. You will have plenty to eat. But if you turn away and refuse to listen, you'll be devoured by the sword of your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. 21. Okay, go on. See how Jerusalem, once so faithful, has become a prostitute. Once the home of justice and righteousness... She is now filled with murderers. Once, like pure silver, 
you have become like worthless slag. Once so pure, you are now like watered-downed wine. Your leaders are rebels, the companions of thieves. All of them love bribes and demand payoffs, but they refuse to defend the cause of orphans or fight for the rights of widow. Mm. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, the mighty one of Israel says, I will take revenge on my enemies and pay back my, my foes. foes. Mm -hmm. I will raise my feast against you. Mm -hmm. I will melt you down mm -hmm. and skim off your slag. Mm -hmm. I will remove all your no impurities. Mm -hmm. Then I will give you good judges again. Mm -hmm. And wise counselors like you used to have. Then Jerusalem will again be called the home, home of justice, of justice mm -hmm. and the faithful, faithful city. city. Now 27. This is where we are going. Please. Zion will be restored by, by justice. justice those who repent will be revi revived by, by righteousness. righteousness so repentance lead to revival i'm going to say that again repentance genuine or true repentance lead to what revival when you read from the beginning to the end you will see god pointing out all the wrongdoings and don't forget, God is a just God. The Bible says God cannot lie. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away. It says, but my word abided forever. God is a faithful God. God is a just God. And all of the atrocities, bribing, corruptions among the leaders, you see how God begins to point it out. Once again, this is not about foreigners this is not about gentile this is basically about the children of the most high so what is the cry of the prophet of the most high here to the children of god is that look for all that you have suffered because of turning away from god you see there are two turnings you can either turn to god or turn away I'm going to say that again. There are two turnings. You can turn to God or you can turn away. We all have a choice. But in the case of Isaiah chapter 1 from the beginning, it's about the children of the Most High turning away from God, doing all the atrocity that has been forbidden by God in the land abandoning God, embracing all sort. And the cry of the word of God through the prophet of the Most High is that, look, Zion will be restored by what? Justice. But before we experience that restoration of justice, those who repent will be revived by righteousness. 
When you go into the scripture, you will see how the Bible spoke so much about righteousness exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach. And when you look at righteousness, the Bible says our righteousness is like a filthy rag. And thank God for the righteousness of Christ Jesus. So repentance of heart genuinely and turn to Christ, turn to that finished work of the cross will bring authentic revival. Please, let me quickly define something. What we call revival today, because there are a large crowd of people that gathered in a meeting, is not the revival. In the, old, uh, in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, we saw a large crowd of people too gathered. But out of the large crowd of people, the Bible says the first set of people that gave their life, they cry, what shall we then do to be saved? That is revival. And the Bible says about 3,000 was added to the church. So let's say about 30,000 people gathered. And we see 3,000 people coming into Christ Jesus by crying out all of their heart. You know what? Before we go further, can you open the book of Mark, please? Let's see what Christ says in the book of Mark. Let's join this together. The book of Mark chapter, chapter 12, verse 30. What is the message of Christ to mankind on the face of the earth? The message of Christ. The book of Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Do you want me to read it? Please. <coughs> Any particular translation? Whatever translation. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all Now, strength. how many all do you see there? One. Let's start again. Let's start again, And please. you must love the Lord your God mm -hmm. with all your so, heart. So, the first commandment there is love the Lord with so, what? Oh, that's the first one. Am I right? Yes. Go on. What else? All your soul. Two. Mm -hmm. All your mind. Three. All your strength. Four. So four set of our all to love the Lord. And when we see here in the book of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 27, it says, Zion will be restored by justice. Those who repent will be revived by righteousness. So, is the, those who repent are the ones that have made up their mind to follow what is in the book of Mark chapter 12 verse 30. Loving the Lord with all, turning from sin and turning to God, turning away from sin and turning to God. People of God, I have come to cry like the voice in the wilderness that the church needs to repent. The church is like the children of Israel that has abandoned the authentic teaching. Now, let me quickly add this. I don't know what you have prepared, but please, if you want to cut me, it's allowed. Let me add this. When we go into the New Testament... The New Testament in the Greek uh, uh, meaning, it says to have feelings of concern or regret or to change, to have a change of mind, attitude, purpose towards sin. Now, when you put all of this together, it is still talking about the same thing. 
Now tell me, in the days of John the Baptist, he wasn't preaching to the Israelites because, oh, they are full of sin. 99% of John the Baptist's preaching is towards the leaders and the children of Israel. Now, let me tell you why. Because in, the, in those days, the, the, the teaching and the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees is, is, is wrong teachings and false teaching. So some of them embrace the wrong teaching. Some of them that knows that this teaching is not right, abandon the uh, wrong teaching, but yet do not follow Christ or follow God. So when John now came, it's about repent and turn back to God. That look, they need to repent from that apostate preaching or false doctrine that they are preaching or teaching. And we see Jesus also laying emphasis. That's why you see Jesus spoke so much about the Pharisees that you put burden on people, but you are not even lifting a finger. And the same we see with the church of God today. All sorts of gospel is being established that is different from the authentic gospel. So there is a cry right now, like John, in, John the Baptist in the wilderness, that we need to repent. We need to repent, have that regret and concern feeling, change our mindset, change our attitude and purpose towards wrong doctrine. A lot of people embrace wrong doctrine today. We have had so many sets of people. They say they know that so-so-so man of God is false, but because miracle is established, that's why we keep going there. It is time to repent. It is time to repent. Tomorrow may be too late. When you go back, into the scripture in the Old Testament to be to be precise. When you see famine, you see pestilence, you will see that the children of Israel will cry out to the Lord. And the first thing they do is to repent of their sins and turn to God. And you will see that the pestilence or famine or whatever, or whenever you see that nations have come to take over their land, in the book of Isaiah, you see how God said, look, you, I've, I've given you over to other nations. Now, what is it that the church is supposed to be doing and we are not doing legitimately anymore? It is time to repent. This is the cry, people of God. This is the cry right now, people of God, to repent genuinely and turn to God. Now, can we quickly go to the book of uh, Psalm 78? Let's see what was described in Psalm 78. The very verse we need, uh, before we start from the beginning, please, can you do me the honor of reading verse 35 in the book of Psalm 78? Let's go. Let's see how God also was outlining everything. Psalm 78, the book of Psalm, Psalm 78. When you're ready. Sorry? When you're ready. I'm ready. Then they remember that God was their rock, that God most high was their redeemer. That's verse 35. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says, then they remember. So what happened before? Slumber. Sorry? Slumber. Is it slumber? <laughs> you're being nice. Then they remember now that God was their rock, the Most High was their who? 
Redeemer. Redeemer. Now, let's build on that. Let's go from the beginning, please. Let's go from the beginning. Psalm 78. New Living Translation. Please. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide this truth from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob. Mm -hmm. He gave his instructions to, to Israel. Israel. Mm -hmm. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their, to their children. children. Mm -hmm. So the next generation might know, know them, them. Even, even the, the children, children not no. yet born. Mm -hmm. And they, in turn, will teach their, their own, own children. children. Mm -hmm. So each generation should set its hope are new on God, Hallelujah. not forgetting his glorious miracles mm -hmm. and obeying his commands. commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, ancestors. stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, mm -hmm. refusing to give their hearts to God. Let us pause. You are an advocate of uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Is it six? Mm -hmm. How many of those Deuteronomy speak so much about teach your children, children, mm -hmm. children? Mm -hmm. About few of them, am I mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Now, look at what is written here from the beginning to verse 8. Mm. What is the difference between this and the book of Deuteronomy? At the moment, very little. But there is one thing that is common. Mm. What is it? Teach. To who? Your children. So that what? So that they will not forget and be like their ancestors. Ancestors. Now, let's read verse 8 together. It says, 3, go. Then, then they, they will, will not, not be like, like their ancestors, ancestors stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, unfaithful refusing to give their, their hearts to, to God. God. So if they have all this uh, whatever in their heart and refuse to give it to God, that shows they've given it to what? something else that's right and this is the cry that it is time to give our heart all of our heart to who now to god the father because god did not want the same errors of the ancestors to be repeated in our lives and this is why the cry is paramount repent and turn to God. Repent and turn to God. Repent and turn to God. Please, let's quickly read on. I'm just showing. I know you are the teacher. So maybe with the grace of God, you're going to be expanding on all of this. But me, I'm just showing. So that we all know what the word of God is saying. And the heart of God is saying now, now, now. Please, from verse 9. Let's go on. Okay. The warriors of Ephraim, through armed, though, though armed with bows, mm -hmm. turned their backs and fled on the day of, of battle. battle. They did not keep God's covenant mm -hmm. and refused to live by his instructions. Mm -hmm. They forgot what he had done. Mm -hmm. 
the great wonders he had shown them, mm -hmm. the miracles he did for their ancestors mm -hmm. on the plain of Zoan in mm -hmm. the land of, of Egypt. Egypt. Mm -hmm. For he divided the sea mm -hmm. and led them through, through. Mm -hmm. making the water stand up like walls. walls. Mm -hmm. In the daytime, he led them by a cloud, cloud. Mm. and all night, by, by a, a pillar, pillar of, fire. of fire. Hallelujah. He split open the rocks mm -hmm. in the wilderness mm -hmm. to give them water mm -hmm. as from a gushing spring. spring. Mm -hmm. He made streams pour mm -hmm. from the rock, mm -hmm. making the waters flow like a river. Mm -hmm. Yet, now they let's, kept... let's, let's take a, a deep breath while reading this. Look at all the stuff that God says he had done for them. He says, verse 17, Yet, they what? They kept on sinning against him. Uh-huh. Rebelling against the Most Now, High. did we see this same rebelling in the book of Isaiah or That's not? That's right. Good. Please read on. 18. They stopped. Have you finished 17. Okay, I'll read it again. Please. 17. It says, Yet they kept on sinning against him, mm -hmm. rebelling against the Most High yes, in the desert. Yes, ma'am. They stubbornly tested God mm -hmm. in their in hearts, their hearts. Mm -hmm. demanding the foods they craved. craved. Mm -hmm. They even spoke against God himself, yes, saying, mm -hmm. God can't give us food mm -hmm. in the wilderness. Yes, ma'am. Yes, mm -hmm. he can strike a rock so water gushes, gushes out, out. Mm -hmm. but he can't give his people, people bread, bread and, and meat. meat. Mm. Yes, ma'am. When the Lord heard them, yes, ma'am, he was furious. Yes, ma'am. The fire of his wrath, yes, ma'am, burned against Jacob. Yes, ma'am. Yes, his anger rose against Israel. I'm listening. For they did not believe God. I'm listening. Or trust him, mm -hmm. or care for them. Please pause. Verse 22 says, they did not what? Believe. They did not what? Believe. What was the original sense of the Jew about Jesus? They did not believe that he is the son of God. And now in verse 21 here, so we see continuity of the life of rebel with the children of Israel in the old, even into the new. Now, when you look at all this scripture in the book of Psalm 78, now tell me what is the difference between the message of Stephen before you were stoned? I believe you remember that place very well. Mm -hmm. What was the message of Stephen? Did he not start from all this Egypt and the wilderness and the rest? Yes, it is. Before they rush him and did what to him. So, so let's agree that he also was standing on the word of God in the book of Psalm, showing them that Messiah has come even from the days of old. And yet, what did they do? Stoning. They stoned him. Rebel. By stoning Stephen, what was what was the message? They rebel against the Most High, as they did in the desert. Now, verse eighteen says they stubbornly tested God in their hearts, and that's the same heart God is saying in the book of Mark, chapter twelve, verse thirty. Can you read that place again? Okay. That's our anchor, Mark twelve. 
30, please. Mark 12, 30. Mark 12, 30. It says, and you must love the Lord your God. Now, who is he referring to? Every one of us. He's referring to each and every one of us. You must love. This is the word of Jesus. Am I correct? Is it read in your Bible? Yes. You must do what? Love. Who? The Lord your God. Elohim. Yes. Uh-huh. With what? With all your heart. One. Mm-hmm. All your soul. Two. All your mind. Three. And all your strength. Four. So these are the first co- four cogent ways of embracing totality of God. And unless we repent and turn, all these four principles cannot be established in our life. Mm. And this is why the cry is not about God bless me. It's not about God will give me a house. God will do this. God will prosper me. My business must boom. Let us go back like the book of Hebrew says. He said, look, it is not, you know what? Let's go back to the book of Hebrew. And I'm going to rest my case now because it's almost uh, uh, 10 seconds. Okay. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 6. It's the first place we read. Hebrews 6. Hebrews 6. Hebrews 6. From verse 1, Hebrews 6. So let us stop going over the basic teachings. Now, it says, Paul is saying, or you know, whoever wrote the book of Hebrew, and he's referring to the Hebrews, that as a church, we should stop going over what again? The basic teachings. Basic. So we should have established the basic teaching and as the foundation. And the next thing is that we build on it. You don't lay foundation 10 times to build a house. Once you lay the foundation, you will then build on the foundation. But right now, if the foundation be destroyed, what can a righteous man do? A righteous man will pull down whatever that has been built on that foundation and start again. Mm. Mm. I am calling as a child of God as a prophet of the Most High, that it is time we begin to repent and start afresh. What was the cry of, of Jesus in the in the book of Revelation to some of all these churches? He says, repent, you've forgotten your first love. Repent. If Jesus will address the church and says, repent, why is the church of this day is not repenting? Why are we saying it is well when it is not well? Why are we living as if there is no king in heaven that oversees the affairs of man anymore? It is time to repent and start afresh and come back. Turn to the Father. Look at that scripture. It says, let us what? Stop. Doing what? Going over the basic teaching. But unfortunately, we have to come back now. Let us stop going over. That shows they've been going over and over again. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Let us stop. But unfortunately, we are not like that. Maybe we've gone over it a few times, but we've abandoned it. But it is time to revisit. Please go on. In Hebrew or? Hebrew. Okay. So let us stop going over the basic teachings Mm -hmm. about Christ Mm -hmm. again Uh and again. Uh And what's the first thing he mentioned? (laughs) Let us go on instead and become mature 
in our understanding. So we should be what? Mature. Ma sure. Ma sure. Ma sure. <laughs> Having that assurance of who we believe, that's my inter interpretation. Mature in what? Should I go on? Please, ma. Oh, okay. Surely we don't need to start again mm -hmm. with the fundamental importance yes, ma. of repenting. We don't need. But if there is need, ma, what are we supposed to do? We do it if there's need. For example, if I've eaten now, let's say I have a bowl of rice and one hour after, and I'm hungry. Like somebody, I won't mention her name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> and myself and my wife will say, but you've just eaten. He said, yeah, but I'm hungry. <laughs> so if there is need for you to be hungry after one hour, what do you do? You eat. If you have water now and there is need for you to be thirsty or there is thirstiness after one hour, what do you do? Mm. You drink water because water is the only form of uh, a source that will quench thirst. Now the word of God is saying, ladies and gentlemen, honorable, distinguished men, you want to walk the walk. You want to go on the route. The first thing now is that we need to rise up and say, look, I'm starting afresh. And that goes to you, that goes to me. Forget some of this uh, doctrine that you have embraced. When Jesus established his ministry by starting to preach repentance, he began to make it known to the people that listen that you have been told that an eye for an eye. But I say, in other words, turn from that doctrine that you have received and embrace this new doctrine. And when Jesus finished teaching and preaching, the people established that he began to teach with authority, not like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Because when we teach with authority and teach the genuine and the authentic word of God, it brings life into the heart of the people. And the first thing we're going to experience is revival, revive into righteousness. That's what the book of Isaiah made known to us. People of God, I am here before you presenting the heart of the Father. That it is time all of us go on our knees. If there is one thing we will learn in this period of pandemic, that whether it was from the laboratory or from the one that is not laboratory or collaboratory or whatever B3 you want to call it, pandemic somehow sees the world. And as children of God, in the book of Chronicles, if there is famine, if there is disobedience, if there is this, if there is that, and they turn and face Jerusalem, you the Lord, you alone, Elohim, will restore and bring them back. Where do you want to turn to, people of God? It is time to repent. It is time to repent. Have you finished that scripture? Verse I want to rest. Six. I mean, chapter 6, 
And uh, let's go back. Let's leave that one. We've seen repentance, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, let's go back to, we are reading one scripture, I can't remember. It's a long one, I think it's Psalm 78. 78. Yes, let's quickly go back, I want to rest. Okay. I don't know if you want to take over in the next 10 seconds, but I'm resting. Our time is almost done. For they did not believe God, this is verse 22. Please, go on, man. For they did not believe God mm -hmm. or trust him mm -hmm. to care for them. Mm -hmm. But he commanded the skies to open. Mm -hmm. He opened the doors of heaven. Mm -hmm. He rained down manna for them to eat. Yes, ma'am. He gave them bread from, from heaven. heaven. Yes, ma'am. They ate the food of angels. angels. Yes, ma'am. God gave them all they could, could hold. hold. Yes, ma'am. He released the east wind in the heavens. Yes, ma'am. And guided the south wind by his mighty power. I'm listening. He rained down meat as thick as dust I'm listening. birds as plentiful as the sand on the seashore I'm listening he caused the birds to fall within their camp I'm listening and all around their tents mm -hmm. the people ate their fill mm -hmm. fill mm -hmm. he gave them what they craved mm -hmm. but before they satisfied their craving mm -hmm. while the meat mm -hmm. was yet in their mouth. Yes, ma'am. The anger of God rose yes, against them. I'm listening. And he killed their strongest men. Are you in 32? 31. Please, go on. He struck down the finest of Israel's young men. I'm listening. 32. Yes, ma'am. But in This spite, is your favorite word. But in spite of this, yes, ma'am, the people kept sinning. So, what was the lesson that they learned from all this killing, all this abandon, all this whatever? Even with all the miracles, they God fed them with the food of angels. So, what was the lesson? The Bible says, in spite of this, the people kept sinning. Now, let's look at our individual life. In spite of the goodness and the greatness of God that we enjoy day by day, mm. what is it that we need to repent of or repent from and turn to God? I want to rest my case in the next 10 seconds. Please read and I'm done. 32. Yes, ma'am. But in spite of this, mm -hmm. the people kept sinning. Yes, ma'am. Despite his wonders, yes, ma'am, they refused to trust him. Yes, ma'am. Should I continue? Please, 33. So he ended their lives mm -hmm. in failure. Yes, ma'am. Their years in terror. in terror. These are the aspects of God they don't show us. Hmm. This is God. Elohim. El Shaddai. This is God. The Lord of hosts. The one that reigns. Supreme, the Lord that goes to battle and win wars and battle. Go on, ma. 34. Yes, ma. When God yes. began killing them, uh -huh. they finally sought And him. what follow? They repented and? and took God seriously. This is the calling right now. This is the call. They repented and took God what? Seriously. So what is the call to you and me to repent and take God seriously? seriously? I rest my case. We have two minutes. If you have anything to say before we put this to order of the day and 
continue. Are we continuing tomorrow? Yes, Monday. So I'll hand over Monday to you. I've done today. No, that's not what we agreed on. What do we agree on? Anyway, we're stepping forward. <laughs> okay. Um, the Bible says in the book of Romans, it says we have sinned and we have fallen short of the glory of God. Mm. This is not a finger-pointing moment. No, no, not at this all. This is a moment of reflection. Yes, ma'am. Or oh, I'm hoping that is a moment of reflection. I don't know, I'm so overwhelmed with emotion as I am reading this because we are so ungrateful we are so unyielding. Mm -hmm. We are so stuck in our ways. Mm -hmm. And we make God to be a liar again and again and again. Mm -hmm. As I was reading that, I remember Daniel that we were looking at in Daniel chapter 9. Mm. And Daniel said exactly the same thing that the author of this psalm wrote. I think it was Moses. In verse 32, he said, But in spite of this, the people kept sinning. And that's the same thing. Sorry, everybody. Now you know why. Should I get you a tissue? Please. I get so overwhelmed when I read the word of God and I see how we have gone so, so wrong. And please note that I'm saying we are not you or anybody else. And when we're reading this thing, thank you. When we're reading this thing that the children of Israel did to the Lord, I just need us to reflect and look at ourselves. This repentance is not for, I think if you remember when we started in Isaiah chapter 1, he's talking to his own people. That's correct. Uh, when um, Solomon was dedicating the temple in Second Chronicles, Chronicles, God responded and said, if my people, we are the people of God, you know, and we till today we are we're still doing the same thing that the children of Israel did. Like I said in Daniel, Daniel said the same thing in chapter nine in his prayer. He said, We kept on sinning. That's the same thing that Moses, if it's Moses yeah, that it wrote Moses. this. He says, But in spite of this, the mm. people kept sinning. Despite his wonders, they refused. Daniel said even with all the calamity that he has brought upon us, with all the disaster that he has unleashed upon us, he said, what did we do? He said, yet we still did not turn to the Lord. Moms and dad, aunties, uncle, um, men and women of God, whoever you are, wherever you are, I think it's a time of reflection for each and every one of us. The Bible says, as we see the day getting closer, what do we all need to repent of? Are we any better? Are we any different from these people? 
are we are we any better let's look inwards let's look upon ourselves i was still showing some people i think on friday or thursday i can't remember first corinthians 11 i think it's 30 or 31 it says if we judge ourselves then we would not need to be judged mom and dad aunties and uncle grandparents men and women of god brothers and sisters believers we that call upon the name of the lord repentance i don't know how long we have i just want to plead let's not be stubborn if you if you go back to that isaiah chapter 1 the same thing that person moses is saying in 78 is what god himself is saying in isaiah chapter 1 he says look he said again and again i mean look at it he says we we were we rebels companions of thieves these are still all the things that we find among us today it says companions of thieves all who love bribes demand payoffs we we don't defend the cause of the orphans we don't defend the cause of the widows think about it about it it says what we used to be is not what we are anymore repentance 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 how am i living my life am i also unrepentant am i also stuck in my ways am i also despite everything god has done for me done for my family done for my children done for my business done for my village am i still doing as that am i still making him to be a liar am i still bringing reproach to his name moms and dad aunties uncle brothers and sisters people that call upon the name of the lord i don't know about you but in isaiah he says something he say wash yourselves and be clean it's a call to each and every one of us we've experienced things we've never seen before we've seen things that we never thought would happen it has happened to us and that's why god responded when solomon was dedicating that temple he said if my people who are called by my name repentance i don't know how many minutes is left so no is look right now it's not um, about looking at the time oh well i'm trying to look at the time yeah because what we need to do we need to do so like i said i've come to, this is, i think we've based so much in the old testament today maybe tomorrow we go so much into the new from the book of james to many other places because uh, these are messages that is not being preached again and again we've left repentance to oh unbeliever unbeliever but meanwhile we the so called oh I'm a child of god everything that we see in the life of unbeliever is also reigning in our life so who is this for is for us so it's not about the time right now it's about getting the message out 
is about standing on the word of God. It's about preaching the authentic and the undiluted word of You know what? Let's quickly go to uh, Timothy, please. Can you do, or you still have something to say? I'll go to Timothy. This is, this is why I said it's not about time. Let's go to Second Timothy. It's a scripture you know and I know so well. Uh, let's start from verse 20, 22. Let's start from verse 22. Second Timothy. You know what? Let me open my Bible. The very place we need is in, I think it's in somewhere down. Well, let's start from verse 22. Run from anything that stimulates youthful loss. Now, this is to who? To a child of God. From another child of God to another child of God. Am I correct? Yeah. So, go on, ma. Run from anything that stimulates youthful loss. Mm -hmm. Instead, pursue righteous living, mm -hmm. faithfulness, mm -hmm. love, mm -hmm. and peace. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the companionship mm -hmm. of those who call on the Lord with pure heart. Go on, ma. Again, I say, mm -hmm. don't get involved mm -hmm. in foolish, mm -hmm. ignorant mm -hmm. arguments. Mm -hmm that only starts fights. Mm -hmm. Now, let's pay attention to this. And this is why I said it is for everybody. It's not about time now. Read verse 24. A servant of the Lord mm -hmm. must not quarrel. Now, who do that apply to? Servants of the Lord must not what? Quarrel. Mm-hmm. But must be kind mm -hmm. to everyone, mm -hmm. be able to teach, yes, ma'am, and be patient, yes, ma'am, with difficult people, yes, ma'am, gently instruct those mm -hmm. who oppose the truth, yes, ma'am. Perhaps mm -hmm. God will change those people's hearts mm -hmm. and they will learn the truth, mm -hmm. then they will come to their senses mm -hmm. and escape from the devil's trap, mm -hmm. for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. Now, when we go back to that 24, it says a servant of the Lord, individual, am I correct? Mm -hmm. A servant of the Lord must know what? Must not strive. How many servants of God today are not even fighting one another? Oh, church of the greater height fought the pastor and the pastor too will now say, I'm going to church of the greater and the greatest height. But see what the Bible says. And that defeats the purpose of what the intention here is. It says, a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be, must be kind to everyone, be able to teach and be patient with who? Difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change. Do you have KJV? Yes. Please read verse 25 in KJV. You will see what the word of God is saying. In meekness, mm -hmm. instructing those mm -hmm. that oppose themselves. Yes, ma'am. If God, paraventure, mm -hmm. will give them repentance. If God will do what? Give them repentance. God will do what? Give them repentance. And? To 
the knowledge of the truth. You see? To the knowledge of the truth. I rest my case, uh, Funke. Please. Like I said, it's not about time, but if we can spend, if you want to take the next five to ten minutes, it's still okay. Um, I just, um, Pastor, Pastor Christine, God bless you, ma. To everybody that is there, Sister Titi, Auntie Kate, Sister Yomzi, God bless you, Auntie Cecilia. Pastor Christine says, thank you more grace we should continue to reflect in the word of god on a daily basis and repent if needed his faithfulness and righteousness is forever available for us amen i don't know about you but and i'm not saying you as my boss sitting in front of me i'm just saying as children of god generally do we do we look around us and grieve in our heart does our heart weep does our heart break does our heart hurt when we see and hear the things that are happening among us I want to go back to Isaiah chapter 1. You guys, some of you already know me. Um, for me, my boss is moving too fast. <laughs> Way too fast because um, you know me how I like to comb scriptures. And this is how they, 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 they stay with me. They resonate with me. Um, they convict me. They nourish me they build me they break me down and remold me again i want to go back to isaiah chapter one and just show us again some of the things that god listen to what god says in isaiah chapter one in verse four god says I don't even know where to start. There's so many. Do you know? Listen, God, in verse 3, God says, even an ox knows his owner. Mm. A donkey recognizes his master's care. Mm -hmm. But Israel doesn't know his master. Please don't put Israel. Put yourself. Put me. Put our local assembly. Put our church. We have a dog. And even our own dog, and that's why I know what God is talking about there. Our dog knows who to mess with and who not to mess with. He knows who's going to feed him. He knows who's going to take him out. He knows all these things. That's a dog. God says, even an oxen knows his owner. He says, but my people, that's me saying that because I'm his people, you are his people. We are the people that are called by his name. We do not know our master. He says, my people don't recognize my care for them. Or oh, what a sinful nature they are. 
loaded down with a burden of guilt. Unfortunately, I don't think many of us realize that we are loaded down. Um, in this case, as we got to see in Psalms, we realized that they did know what they were doing, but they continued to do it. Daniel said they knew, they realized it's the Lord, but they still continued. The Lord says they are loaded down with the burden of guilt. If truly we are loaded down with the burden of guilt, what do we do? Brothers and sisters, what do we do when we are loaded down with a burden of guilt? We repent. We say sorry. We make amends. We try to find a way to rectify something that will alleviate that burden that we are carrying. It says, they are evil people, corrupt children who have rejected the Lord. I don't think many of us in, are in that position where we have rejected the Lord. But many of us are not in a place either where we are willing to do his bidding. Where we are willing to be the sheep of his pasture. Where we are willing to be a vessel in his hand where we're willing to yield everything unto him. It says, why do you continue to invite punishment? Like I said, it says, your head is injured and your heart is sick. The creator of my body says, my head is sick and my heart. It says, my head is injured. injured. And my heart is sick. Mm. Please just pause long enough and think about that. My head is injured. Now, some of you are nurses and doctors and, you know, medical practitioners. When somebody's head, head is injured. In fact, even derogatively, we say to people, there's something wrong with your head. Do, do we not say that? We do. When something is wrong with somebody's head... God says, your head is injured and your heart is sick. He says, you are battered from head to foot, covered with bruises, which is what Daniel would say. He says, even upon all this disaster, I'm praying that you will hear the heart of your father as we are going through this together. We are so... Um, swamped in bless me, lift me, praise me, exalt me, expand me, enlarge me, all these things. Just everything that is beneficial for us. About what he's asking us to do. About what he's asking us to become. We are supposed to be a light. We are supposed to be the light of this world. We are supposed to be the salt of this world. We are supposed to carry the banner of Christ. We are supposed to be the epitome of Christ wherever we are. But instead, many of us, by our conduct, our speech, our action... We are nailing him back to the cross again and again. 
We make him the subject of mockery. We make him the subject of ridicule. We allow the unbelievers to mock our God. How does that make you feel? How does that make me feel? It makes me overwhelmed. And so, like I said, we can't go on for too long. Um, but I'm saying God has a solution. And that solution is also in Isaiah there. I mean, I look at Isaiah there, chapter 1 from verse 11. And I remember the same thing that the Lord says to Isaiah to go and tell them, the children of Israel. In Isaiah 58. And look from verse 11. It says, what makes you think that I want all your sacrifices? It says, what makes you think? You know, we can do all sorts of atrocities Monday to Saturday. We can, um, we can say what we want at work. We can fight anybody we want during the week, whether on social media, in the mall, or our family members. We can insult, we, we can be abusive, verbally abusive, as much as we want. We can, the whole shebang. And then on Sunday, holy are you, Lord? Where? Look at it. It says, what makes you think I want all your sacrifices. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. What does it say? Present yourself. A living sacrifice. Worthy. Holy and acceptable. Which is your worthy sacrifice. sacrifice. Your, yeah. It says what makes you think I want all your sacrifices. As long as I come to church, as long as I pray, as long as I see my pastor, as long as I give my tithe and I give my offering and I give donation to the church and I, I come to night vigil, who says, look at what God says. He says, what makes you think I want your sacrifices? Because some people say it doesn't matter we're under grace. It doesn't matter as long as you 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 know that he's God. It doesn't matter. But look at what God says. He says, What makes you think I want your sacrifices? Look at verse. Look at verse uh 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 um what do you call this verse? Verse one, um still verse eleven. It's loaded. It says, I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams. I am sick of your burnt offerings. Who would have thought the Lord would speak like this? We think, you know, I remember I still posted something on PTWM uh, on Instagram in the early hours of this morning. I think it's in Deuteronomy chapter 38 somewhere when he says, do not bring the earnings of prostitution into the house of the Lord. In fact, it was very explicit. He said, whether male prostitution or female prostitution, he said, do not bring the earnings into 
Now, so when we think that because we brought things into the house of the Lord, I have given my this, I am giving them this, the Lord. And that's why I said, I remember, do you remember Isaiah 58? Mm. It says, is this the mm-hmm. kind of sac- um, uh, fasting that, that I, I ask of you? you. I think in Zephaniah as well, he said, I fast, but you don't listen to me. He said, but did I tell you this is how I want it? Repentance. Repentance. Look at what the word of God says here. It says, I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to worship me, who ask you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? <laughs> we bring the sacrifice of praise. Am I wrong? We're full of malice. We're gossipers, banters, jesters. Go and check the scripture. These are all the things that we're not supposed to do. We tear one another down. But yet we dance. We say we're dancing in the presence of the Lord. Look at what the Lord says. He says, I, I, I get no pleasure. He says, when you come, verse 12, when you come to worship me, you ask, who asked you to parade through my courts with your ceremony? Stop, stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. Look, let's be honest. There are many so-called men and women of God. They will accept any of your gift. They don't care. Whether you are bringing it from the clubhouse, the pub house, whether you slaughtered some people and you brought the money in, they don't care. They will get the money. Whether you robbed last night to bring the money, they will take your money. But look at what the Lord is saying. He says, Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. Do you know how many people have stolen, embezzled, misappropriation of funds, and he ended up in the church pocket? And we think that is acceptable to the Lord. It's detestable. In fact, that's what, I wish I can see it and I can show you in Deuteronomy. The Bible says it is detestable to the Lord. Look at what Isaiah is is also telling Isaiah here. He says, stop bringing me your meaningless gift. It's a place of reflection for me. This gift I'm bringing, is it a worthy, worthy gift to the Lord? Or is it a meaningless gift? What does uh, repent mean? It means reflection. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Upon right. my act, upon mm-hmm. my conduct, upon my speech, upon my personality, upon my character, upon who I am, upon what I do, upon what I say, where I go. Is it befitting to the Lord? Meaningless gift. We think everything, because once we've given it to that church, we've given it to that ministry, we think it is acceptable. The, God says they are meaningless to him. 
And that's why they said in their, in the fasting, God said also, he said, we fasted and fasted. We prayed and prayed, but yet you have not answered us. Many of us, we are fattening the pockets, the church pockets, the man of God's pocket, the woman of God's pocket. We are financing their extravagant lifestyle. We think we're doing it for God, but God says, stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. Repentance. I don't know whether you should have brought me on board. <laughs> well, yeah, I think um, we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but let me, let me just, please, can I just share this uh, uh, Deuteronomy uh, that I said, 38. Yeah. For, uh, for one second. For one second. Mm. Okay, thank you. Um, don't worry, everybody. If uh, if I've made your Sunday <laughs> um, Sunday fellowship too serious, um, just just ask that I'm not brought back again, and we'll be fine. Uh, I want to find it in Deuteronomy. Uh, um, it's twenty three Deuteronomy twenty three, eighteen Deuteronomy twenty three eighteen. I don't know how many of us has ever seen this before. Deuteronomy 23, 18. And I want you to put it beside uh, KJV. I'm going to read it in the KJV in verse 18. I've got it highlighted. In fact, this is how it says it in KJV. It says, thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog into the house of the Lord, and that's capital L-O-R-D, thy God, for any vow or for even both these, for even both these are abomination unto the Lord thy God. That's how he's put. But this is how um, uh, um, Amplify puts it. You shall not bring the wages of a prostitute or the price of a dog that is a male prostitute into the house of the Lord your God as payment for any vow. For both of these, the gift and the giver are utterly repulsive to the Lord your God. Both the gift and the giver are repulsive to the Lord your God. Now look at what Isaiah says there. He says, stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. It doesn't matter what it is, how expensive it is, how valuable it is to you. Is it worthy to the Lord? Is it worthy? Is it acceptable? Because we bring all sorts of gifts and all sorts of money, whether we stole it, whether we, we bring it to the Lord. God says, I'm not interested. I rest my case. To God be the glory for great things he has done. If there is one thing that you are taking away today, uh, it's also Senator in the Senator is talking to you. Sorry? Senator is talking to you. What did she say? Uh, I think she says those verses 11 to 17 hits home. They need to. Thank you. 
and that's where I'm reading from. And I, I hope everybody will take a leave from that. Those are truly a moment of repentance for us, mm. of reflection. Well, Senator, I know you are the Senator of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. But if that scripture is touching your heart, I will encourage you to go and start your shush. Mm -hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I want us to take away, and that is to repent and take God seriously. Please, if you are there on Facebook and YouTube, I'm pleading with you to type it out and say it out. To repent and take God seriously. Every one of us, please. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. In fact, 10 seconds is too much. Two. To quickly type that out. That I am to repent and take God seriously. If you want to put an hashtag before it, it is fine. So that this will begin to ring a bell in our ears. Uh, Sister Kate used to say this. She's there, if she's still there. That every time she is thinking of giving up on something, that she'll begin to hear my voice in her ears. And the same thing I'm also encouraging each and every one of you to do right now. Please, on your Facebook page, on the comment, begin to type, I am to repent and take God seriously. You are personalizing it and you are declaring it. I am to repent and take God seriously. seriously. If you do that on your Facebook and do it on the, for those of you on YouTube, please, let's begin to say it to ourselves, to ourselves. Before we say it to others, let's say it to ourselves. I am to repent and take God seriously. I am to repent. You see, I'm saying it to myself now. I am to repent and take God seriously. I am to repent and take God seriously. It's not about anybody else. It's not about my husband. It's not about my uh, wife. It's not about, oh, the congregation. I don't know. I am to repent and take God seriously. I am to repent and take God seriously. I am to repent and take God seriously. I hope this voice in the wilderness will begin to echo in all your ears and your heart that it is time to repent and take God seriously. People of God, we want to call it a day. Uh, we're going to be here tomorrow evening, am I right? Yeah. What time? Nine. Nine o'clock tomorrow, by the grace of God, we're going to be here again. Uh, we continue in this world Repent, return, I'm even rebuild. Thinking, let's make it 8.30. Let's make it earlier. Earlier. Mm, so what time? 8.30. Yes, say it to the people. I've already said 8.30. 8.30. Okay, tomorrow, Monday, 8.30. And on Thursday, by the grace of God, I think I'm here with uh, Dr. Akimbo. Yes. Is it, am I right? Yes. And this is part of it. We're going to be looking at character as a child of God. What is the... What is my character got to do with being a child of God? As a pastor, what is character got to do with anointing? We're going to be looking at this together 
with an invited guest, Dr. Akimbo, all the way from Nigeria. So, people of God, we want to thank you for being a partaker this day. Uh, in the next 10 seconds, I want you to look deep inside of your heart. Where do I need to repent? The Bible says the prodigal son came back to himself. And he said, in my father's house, the servants are better off. So, he had to look inward that the lifestyle is living is still the son of the father but look at the lifestyle that makes him to begin to whine and dine with the swine it's not because he's no longer the son of the father he's still the son of the father so we want to continue by the grace of god it's a series repent return rebuild Renew and restore. You're going to see the flyers on our page on Praying Child. You see it there. I beg of you to help us share it to your own page and to some other pages. That's all we are asking from you. Nobody is asking you to bring money. Nobody is asking you to bring your blood. But if you can share, as you are sharing, you have become a publisher of the gospel. The Bible says, How sweet are the feet of them that publish the gospel. And then leave the rest to whoever God will give that heart of repentance to, to hear and to make that change. So, Father, we want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name for this day. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, that you open our hearts and our eyes the more. Yes, Lord. To see you, see your heart, see your word. And our feet receive that enablement to run towards you. And not turn away from you anymore. Amen. Lord, this is our cry, O oh God. Lord, to, to stand before you and be that son and daughter that you want us to be. Yes, this Lord. is our heart cry. That your name alone be glorified. Amen. And in this matter, we are helpless, Lord. Yes. The Bible says it's not by power, nor by might, might. but by your spirit, spirit, says the Lord yes, of God. Lord. And thank God for the availability of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. The one that resurrected Jesus from the grave mm -hmm. is also present this day. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. For that which you have started with us, you will thank also you. finish and perfect yeah. it. Yeah. That your name be glorified. Amen. Lord, as we continue in this series and journey, we pray for more of you and yes, less Lord. of us. Yes, we pray that our eyes be open Amen. and our ears Amen. will hear you yes, and Lord. only you yes, and Lord. no other voices. Yes, like the sheep know the shepherd. Mm. Lord, we will become the sheep that have that knowledge of the shepherd day by day. That your name be glorified. Amen. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Give you praise, glory, honor, and adoration for the grace of this day and many more grace that we're going to enjoy in your presence. Amen. In Jesus' name, we agree. Amen. amen and amen. So tomorrow, 8.30, by the grace of God, let us uh, come and continue. Uh, we've seen much in the Old Testament today. We're going to see also in the New Testament, repent. Then from there we go to return. From there we go to rebuild. As many days as God has given us the grace, this is what we're going to be looking into. So, ladies and gentlemen, men of the jury, uh, we want to call it a glorious Sunday. From me, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you. From my wife, I'm leaving you in the most capable hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if the Lord tarries, we'll see you again tomorrow. 
and remember i am to repent and take Take god God seriously seriously. have a wonderful sunday and a glorious week see you guys